0: Yes, that is a bacon egg and cheese you can hear in my mouth. You can hear my Reuben being eaten simultaneously with my um, Everything bagel, bagel? With cream cheese. So. <laughs> That's great. Hey, pl- this is Ye olde Tea. Ye olde Tea with Caroline McQuaig over there. And Fiona Dolan over there. <laughs> 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 We're not even alive yet. You're going to have to give us like ten minutes to this, group <laughs> this time bagels to kick in.
1: I we know. played a game where we tried to be as drunk as the people at the Golden Globes last night. Mm-hmm. And we won. I <laughs> think <laughs> we did too good. Tell bacon egg and cheese. <laughs> if you blow into the mic okay. cuz it's really good.
0: Let's try it. <laughs> but that was great for them. Mhm.
1: Okay, do you want to okay. start Fiona? Wait, sure. we should
0: talk about like what this is and yeah. why it's happening.
1: So, we like history. But only the parts of it that are fun. <laughs> so we like gossip, basically. Mm-hmm. So we thought it would be fun if we each told each other a story from history that is basically just really old gossip. Yep. And that's 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 the podcast. That's the concept. That's,
0: that's the thing that we're <laughs> doing right now. So each episode, we'll both bring in a story and gossip about people that are most likely long dead.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the best kind of <laughs> gossip.
0: <laughs> If you have any suggestions, let us know. (laughs) If you've got some juice, give it to us. Um, Okay, Fiona, what's your thing?
1: So, I have two. Would you prefer the one that I am... involves a person I am related to? Or one that has your name in it?
0: Oh. I don't know if my curiosity or my narcissism wins. (laughs) Um... I think I know the one that you're talking about that you're related to, so mm-hmm. I want to hear the one with my name in it. Okay. Let me find that one.
1: Okay. This is the love affair of Lord Byron and Lady Caroline Lamb, the oh. or the OG crazy ex-girlfriend. Yes. Okay. Let me just get situated here. All right. So, Lady Caroline Lamb. She was born in 1785. So that's gives you a general timeline here. And she was a delicate child, and she almost died from a worm-related illness. <laughs> but she pulled through because they went to Italy, which is apparently the best place to have worm-related cure, worm c- cure all for worm-related <laughs> worm illnesses, I guess. Take the cats there. Yeah, there we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Deworm all <Oliver> of in Italy.
1: <laughs> um, so and then she so she comes back to England as a child, and she lives in a house in Devonshire with, like, a shitload of her cousins. They were like, cousin so-and-so, Lord Rocklehurst, blah, blah, blah. Like, with so many cousins. Um, and she's kind, of, she's kind of a crazy kid. Like, she's a little, like, hyperactive and, like, dramatic and a little weird. Um, and so her behavior troubles her family, who try to control her behavior with a combo of laudanum and a special governess. <laughs> now, laudanum is basically opium, uh-huh. right? Like that, it's just, like, puts you to sleep. So they were like, here, kid, like, go go to sleep." <laughs>
0: Crazy. Could you just nap for like a few years <laughs> so you get it out of your system?
1: So that's where the whole laudanum thing begins. Um, so she's well educated, and her letters from when she's a kid—they um, show a quote, "merciless wit and talent for mimicry." This is all going to be important later, so I hope <laughs> you're taking notes. Okay. All right. Um, in 1805, she marries William Lamb who's was in line to be the Viscount of Melbourne? Big prospects there. <laughs> um, they met in 1802 at Rocket Hall, where they were mutually captivated. Um, they have a son in 1807, Augustus, who um actually had a severe mental handicap and suffered from seizures. Um, and usually what happened at that time, like they would just like ship him off to like a boarding school or something, but they actually cared for him at home, which I was like, that's pretty cool, Caroline.
0: That's
1: nice. Um, but, so, thus the stress about their son at being at home and her, and William's career, her husband's career ambitions, drives a wedge between the couple. Mm. So, things are not looking so well for this marriage. Also, his family hated her. <laughs> um, his so his siblings called her Little Beast, and her mother-in-law hated her. And oh was no. she was, like, constantly trying to get her son to separate from her. Like, the whole, throughout this whole story, it's, like, mother-in-law is, like, do you maybe want to, like divorced Caroline, and he was like, Mom, no! <laughs> I'm not gonna do it, okay? Um, okay, and then, in 1812, enter Lord Byron. Oh. Okay, so, they Man. meet at Holland House in the spring of 1812, and they start their
0: affair in March.
1: Okay, so a little bit about Byron. I know we all paid attention in AP English. Like, we all still remember everything from that, so I'm not gonna go too, too into detail. I wasn't
0: allowed to take AP classes. What? <laughs> My parents thought it would stress me out too much and they were right. (laughs) (laughs) Did it just
1: give you a lot enough?
0: Like, we're gonna have to start dosing you with opium if you want to take APs. Maybe just lay off the smart stuff.
1: So if you were like Caroline and weren't allowed to take (laughs) AP English, here's here's who Lord Byron was. He was one of the romantic poets. He's like one of the big names, big wigs of the romantic poet movement here. Um his name is George Gordon Byron. Oh, which I would call my—I would go around calling myself Lord Byron if my middle name was Gordon.
0: Like, I'm like George Gordon, ew. Byron George is a much Gordon. sexier name than yeah. either of those <laughs> names.
1: So yeah, I would like—I would definitely go around calling. My, I would style myself Lord mm-hmm. Byron if that was the case. Okay, so he's George Gordon Byron, and he's born in 1788. So she's older than him by a couple years. Cute. Um, he's a poet. Peer of the realm and revolutionary in the Greek War of Independence. <laughs> right, you know, I you just you find a cause and you, <laughs> just, it just calls it. you <laughs> sometimes. You know, um, leading figure of the Romantic movement, which you all remember from AP English. Uh, best known for Don Juan and Child Harold's Pilgrimage, and those are both just like really long poems, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. I haven't read them, but apparently they're very good. Um, and Child Harold's Pilgrimage is the one that like makes him famous and like makes him really accepted in the pop society, you know.
0: All I can picture in my head is the Purple Crayon one. <laughs> <laughs> Was that fire? Child Harold and the Purple Child Crayon. Child Harold and the Purple Crayon pilgrimage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to see that mashup.
0: Me too. I think we should make it. That's our new podcast. Great. <laughs> this okay, podcast cut. is not We're happening done. anymore. Stop recording.
1: I can't do make it without eating a bacon, egg, and cheese. No. <laughs> bacon, an
0: egg, and cheese.
1: <laughs> That's, right. That's the prenu- correct pronunciation.
0: Prena- correct pronunciation. Bacon egg bacon egg and
1: cheese. Cheese. <laughs> you have to say it like your mouth is full of a bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah,
0: it should be at all times.
1: Okay. So, back to Lord Byron. <laughs> he lived in Italy for a while. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> unsure if he had worms or not. <laughs> <laughs> Unrelated to <the> deworming. <laughs> um, he was, like, besties with Percy Shelley, and who right. we know. Mary Shelley. That made me English. Yeah, Frankenstein, <laughs> you know. Um, and eventually he died of a fever in the Greek War of Independence. Spoilers. But <laughs> oh no. Um he was just, I, I wrote this down because I was like, That's a great name. His dad was called John Mad Jack Byron.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which, like,
1: how rude to saddle your son with a name George Gordon when and you're like, you're like I'm John, I'm John Mad Jack
0: Byron. I'm Mad Jack. I'm
1: Mad Jack. My
0: son can't be am Mad Jack. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Catherine Gordon. <laughs> oh, so they got Gordon from her last name.
0: Oh. Well, it's still kind of lame as a middle name. Yeah, Sorry. come on, Catherine.
1: Sorry, Catherine. Um, so his parents did not have a great relationship. Like she had, Catherine had regularly experienced mood swings and bouts of melancholy, which could be partly explained by her husband's continually borrowing money from her.
0: Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> I was like, that explains it. <laughs> I would also have mood swings if my husband was always just taking my dress allowance to spend on. I don't know. De-working. It's like, uh,
1: Catherine. Um, <laughs> hey, Mad Jack needs needs like. Fifty bucks. Can you can you spot me?
0: Mad Jack needs his Mad Jack. Come Mad Jack. Mad Jack. Give me two, give me a twenty. Slap slap me five. <laughs> slap at <of> the five. <laughs> See, the comedy isn't quite on point when we're this hungover. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> we'll do better. <laughs> I
1: I don't promise to do better. <laughs> I think this is about as peak as, as it gets for me. <laughs> so uh, Mad Jack wasn't the best husband. And Catherine was kind of grouchy because of that. And, and as a result, Byron and his mom had a rocky relationship. He would mock her for being, quote, short and corpulent.
0: Wait, can we get a quick definition on corpulent?
1: Fat. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're really short and fat, Mom.
0: Hey, Mom, you're dumpy.
1: How does that make you feel? And he, would, and he would make fun of her for, like, not being able to... Like, she would chase him when she was in trouble. <laughs> she couldn't move that fast because...
0: She was short
1: and (laughs) corpulent. And this is even funnier when you realize (laughs) that she called him a, quote, lame brat because his right foot was deformed. So he (laughs) had a club foot and she still couldn't catch him.
0: Oh, no. Wait, this is all very upsetting.
1: (laughs) She drank a lot.
0: Okay. Can you blame her? (laughs) I can't.
1: Um, And he had lots of sexual escapades with both men and women.
0: The husband or the son?
1: This is back to Lord Byron here. Okay,
0: yeah.
1: Um, so as he's growing up, he has lots of sexual escapades with everyone. Good for. And then he becomes a celebrity in England with the publication of the first two cantos of *Child Harold's Pilgrimage* with *Of the Purple Cran.
0: (laughs) How long
1: is this poem? I don't know. It's a really long poem. (sighs)
0: Okay, fine. He has to you. find the crayon. He's got the thing. No, he he has the crayon. And the oh, right. crayon that makes his magical purple world. I don't know. It's been a while. I,
1: I think in the third or fourth canto, he loses the crayon. And then he has to find
0: it. He has to go on a journey to find the crayon.
1: <laughs> so Child Herald on the Purple Crayon is published. Right. And he becomes very popular in the fashionable society of Regency London. And that's where he meets Lady Caroline. All right. Uh-huh. So they're meet he's 24, she's 26. Get it? Love um she initially spurns him and says the famous quote that he was mad, bad and dangerous to know. Ooh. Which in retrospect kind of proves true for her.
0: She just saw his club foot but didn't want to be rude about <laughs> it. So she was like, ew, "He's so gross. Um he's bad. <laughs> dangerous, <laughs> dangerous. Look at that foot. Man. Man. Look at that. Look at that. But he's ugh, he's I can't so dangerous not get with this guy. Mad bad.
1: <laughs> um so she wrote him a fan letter of – because she's a huge fan of child Harold of the Purple Crayon, I guess. Wait. So she was like, hey, you're really cool, and I like Harold of the, the Purple Crayon, and, <laughs> like, that. cool, I like you. Wait, so why so. did she
0: reject him then?
1: Well – hold on.
0: <laughs> We're not very thorough researchers. Well, okay, so
1: he – so she wrote him a fan letter. She was like, "Hey, you're like I respect you as a writer, and that's oh. cool." And then he like shows up and's like, "Hey," <laughs> she
0: was like, "Not what I meant." And she's <laughs> like, "Uh,
1: no, you you seem kind of like a dick." Yeah. Um, and yeah, he quote pursued her passionately, which is like his mo. He's like married lady, you gotta Must have, have it. Have. Yeah. <laughs> um, they shared a contempt for low morals and superficiality of Whig culture, W H I G, right. which I think is a political it's party. A political party and not a hairstyle.
0: <laughs> Wait, but they so they didn't like low morals. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> it's they were not just, like she's Okay, scary, but not
1: when right. they do it. Okay. Like okay, that's different, they do it, you know. Okay. That's okay. You're right, you're right. It's always different. <laughs> um yeah, so <laughs> I wrote here, Byron is your high school Tumblr boyfriend. <laughs> He's basically the <laughs> Timothy Chalamet character in yes. um Oh my god.
0: Lady Bird? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's for like, sure.
1: I reject society. And she's like, me too. And
0: she's like, who's on top their first time? <laughs> and I bet Caroline was. I bet was. she
1: was. I think she probably was. Um, and he admired her for her disdain and outrageousness. So she was like, you're such a rebel. And he's like, you're not like other girls. And they were like, we should follow. We should totally have an affair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... Byron describes her as the cleverest, most agreeable, absurd, amiable, perplexing, dangerous, fascinating little being that lives now or ought to have lived 2,000 years ago. My
0: goodness, that's exhausting. I I feel like if
1: a guy says, you should have lived 2,000 years ago... I think I he's saying he wishes a he never met you. Like,
0: <laughs> also, it's like now I'm seeing why his poem was so long. That's exactly. too many words.
1: Was this the time they got paid per word? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Probably. Those were a lot of unnecessary adjectives. You could have covered those things in like two words.
1: <laughs> okay, oh, I'm gonna burp. No, I'm not. Okay, I'm gonna burp. I'm done. Do it in the mic. Oh. I did it. My good reading won out. <laughs> we're in polite society, Caroline. We have to.
0: No, we're not. I'm not wearing.
1: You know, I I have contempt for your low morals and superficiality <laughs> you of your what? wig culture.
0: <laughs> sounds like we might be getting married then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just gonna conduct a torrid affair for four months. Uh-huh. And spoilers. Okay, anyway. Okay. <clears throat> so after meeting her, he told his friend Medwin. <laughs> we all have got that friend called Medwin, Medwin, you know. He's he's always your best man in your wedding, you know? <laughs> The lady had scarcely any personal attractions to recommend her. And he said her figure was too thin to be good. (laughs) So it seems like there's a couple of different versions of this story. Like one is they meet each other and they're like, I hate you. I hate you. And then they're like, let's fuck. Right. Or one is they're like, "Uh, meh. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't really, I'm not really into you. Like, like they say Caroline was like originally like, he's mad, bad, dangerous, no, and I don't like him. And I just wrote to a fan letter like chill dude i'm married um but then another version is like she's attracted to him instantly and she wrote that beautiful pale face is my fate
0: oh my they're
1: so dramatic it's a it's it's great it just gets better from here that
0: beautiful pale face is my fate is just it's exactly like when i say i like boys that look like they need me to feed them soup to like nurture them through their illness exactly (laughs) exactly Definitely, she's into Timothy Chalamet.
1: <laughs> so, this is like a high school level infatuation where oh, you're like, yeah. I love him. Uh-huh. This is fate. We're going to get married. Even though I'm already, Even though I'm yeah. already married. <laughs> it's going to work out. Nothing bad is going to happen Mm-mm. from having an affair. Nothing bad has ever happened. I don't think. I don't Can think you think so. of one? No. N- cheating is always works out.
0: You're yeah, right. Yeah. Especially in my story that I'll tell you today.
1: <laughs> okay, can't wait. So they publicly were like, "I don't like, I don't like you," but mm-hmm. then secretly they were like,
0: "I'm so you, let's fuck." Like,
1: okay. which maybe is part of the fun for them, I guess. And that he nicknamed her Caro, which became a public nickname in society. Oh. So I'm gonna call you Caro. No, from don't. Now on. People have done
0: that. And I, I hate it. You don't I it. like that? I don't like what it. What about Lady Caro? No, you can just call me Lady Caroline if you like. <laughs> oh, but well, I like Caro. Caro is fine. But <laughs> Caro sounds incomplete. I don't know. Caro. don't like it. What writer, if I say,
1: if I say it, it in a British accent, Lady Caro.
0: Um, that makes me sound like a seed. <laughs> caraway. <laughs> <Carroway. laughs> Isn't a caro seed a thing, or is it caraway? I
1: don't know. Whatever. I took AP English. I didn't take botany.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look
1: it up. Okay. So he nicknames her Caro. Everyone starts calling her Caro. She's like, "This is great. We are having all the sex. This is so much fun. Let's elope." So they get really close to eloping, and th- at this point, I think he's a little, like, because his whole MO is like, I must have you, I must have you, I must have you, now that he's got, I've got you, I'm bored of you. Right. Like, it's a, it's a song from Follies. Oh, yeah. God, why don't you love me? Oh, you do, I'll see you later, blues. Yeah. It's exactly like that. Okay.
0: And exactly uh, like every boy. Yes. like Timothy. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, I must <laughs> have you. Okay, I'm bored of you. Bye. Um. So they almost elope, and she comes to his house disguised as a page, which I think I think it was I don't think they had those really anymore at that time like the not the really? way she like there's a picture of her dressed up as it and I'm like that sounds that looks like an old timey Shakespeare costume not an 1812 costume right. <laughs> so she's like. I'm escape. She's like, I escaped from the globe. I'm over here. Like, like, I don't know what she thought was going to happen. People are just like, Oh, it's a little dude. She's dressed up as a Shakespeare character. <laughs> she going to Shakespeare Lord Byron's house. And yeah. She got really inspired.
0: She's like, maybe if I'm more like if Paltrow dressed as a boy, he'll, maybe it'll it'll Byron work out
1: like him. <laughs> Um, so she comes to his house and his friend is there and it like tries to prevent it. He's like, you can't do this guy. She's married. Like Lord Byron, you, you were broke. You got to marry a, a rich person and she grabs a knife and threatens to stab herself whoa mhm and so so at this point like the 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 ardor has cooled he's no longer into it um and so but she is so as as he loses interest her interest ramps up of course know? um in august she sends him a letter so at the time sending a lock of hair was like a really romantic thing to do mm-hmm. and they were like going to exchange locks of hair but she sent him pubic hair.
0: Ew! She sent
1: him a letter (laughs) with her pubes in it.
0: I'm just, okay, I know it probably wasn't this. I'm just imagining an envelope full of these
1: (laughs) (laughs) pubes. Oh no! Ladies, if you're ever sending a guy your pubes, (laughs) think twice. I think it's time to (laughs) reevaluate.
0: Oh no, that's
1: terrible. So he breaks it off. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you're crazy. Goodbye. This bitch is crazy. (laughs) So there's I think he, why he breaks it off, he's like he's lost interest because he's that uh, that's his deal. He's like, All right, I got her. She's kinda crazy. <laughs> She's sending me her pubes. I'm out. Or he also has to find a rich wife because like his father before him, he's constantly in debt. So she has a he ends the relationship and she has the biggest, like a breakdown to end all breakdowns, <laughs> like an 1812 v- vapors attack breakdown. <laughs> yes, like, like I, you know, like we're not allowed to break down like like we used to be anymore. I you know. know, like once upon a time you could have a fit of the vapors. There were couches specifically for, for you to fainting. faint on. So it good. was it was a good time for women to, you know,
0: be dramatic.
1: Be dramatic, be and women. we don't we don't get to. <laughs> be as dramatic anymore you know
0: we have to like work and vote it's really annoying
1: so annoying (laughs) i just want to clean my husband's house um so she she uh the the psychiatry of the day diagnosed her with erotomania which is dementia caused by obsession for a man of course (laughs) find a nickel every time haven't we (laughs) all been there and so she spends christmas at 1812 Lighting a bonfire and burning replicas of his letters and gifts while local children recited a poem she wrote which compared him to Guy Fox. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness. Wait. Erotomania. Replicas of his letters replicas. and replicas. She, she kept didn't want the original. No. No. She was like she's obsessed with him. Exactly. It's a, like, a medical condition. She's so obsessed. With
1: him. <laughs> I like that she conscripted the neighborhood children. She's like, Okay, kids.
0: Here's a Kids, poem. get over here. Be off book by tonight. Here's, There's going to be a your bonfire. bonfire. A
1: script, right. There's going to be a bonfire, and you're going to have to run around chanting it. And chant it really loud, because I want people to hear about this. Yes. Uh, so who, her husband takes her to Ireland to chill the fuck out. <laughs> He's like, oh, babe, um, you know, like, you've been lighting a lot of fires, and you've been making and burning replicas of this dude's letters and stuff, and I just... I'm taking you to Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just yeah, it's just not alone. healthy. We're gonna, we're just gonna go to Ireland. We're to gonna, yeah, we're just gonna like we're gonna pet a sheep, <laughs> and you're gonna like walk around in some waterproof shoes, yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna be great. You're gonna see a few rainbows, and you'll be better. Yeah. Her and Byron are still corresponding this whole time. Like he's, they're still writing letters. Um, but he's composing replies to her letters with his new lover lady oxford ouch like they're in bed like <laughs> like oh look what this bitch sent me oh uh, no. okay well, what should we write back you know and so lady oxford eventually writes a letter to caro saying i am no longer your lover and since you oblige me to confess it by this truly unfeminine persecution Learn that I am attached to another whose name it would, of course, be dishonorable to mention. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm, f- like, that, of course, it's mm-hmm. dishonorable to mention. But, like, the whole time they, they're having the affair, he's like, Lady Caro and I, <laughs> Lady Caro, I call her that when we fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I shall ever remember with gratitude the many instances I have received of the predilection you... Okay, this is just more like blah, 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 blah. And then... Uh, I offer you this advice. Correct your vanity, which is ridiculous. (laughs) Exert your absurd caprices upon others and leave me in peace. (laughs) Ouch. Mm, So she comes back to London in 1813. And even though she got that, like, she got dumped with Mm -hmm. that letter, she tries to rekindle the relationship. (laughs) She's like, Do you want to get coffee? (laughs) Like, catch up? I don't know. I've been in Ireland for so long. I don't know. I just, I don't, like, no, I don't expect anything. I just, I just want to get coffee. It's just coffee, Byron. It's just (laughs) coffee. chill it's coffee and Byron biographers are super mean to her about this because she just doesn't she doesn't just like shut up and go away Uh when he's like kicks her to the curb she's like but wait
0: we were in love wait
1: wait
0: and then the biographers are like this
1: fucking bitch like she's such a needy bitch like which is funny because these
0: people are dedicating their lives to writing books about him Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I'm like oh you're not obsessed with him of course right
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sue, she's like, do you want to get coffee? And he's like, I do not want that. <laughs> I have to go find a rich wife. Bye. Um, and so is her attempts to, like, connect with him get increasingly public. Ooh. Um, not a good look. And she looks bad. Like, yeah. she is, she looks bad. She's lost a lot of weight. And she was, like, a pretty, like, sickly, I mean, like, you heard what he said before about her. He was like, she's too skinny, too to skinny. Yeah. <laughs> And he so she's lost so much weight that he remarks that he is haunted by a skeleton.
0: Oh man. Yeah. This.
1: And she does like all this crazy shit. She like visits his house and writes in one of his books, Remember Me. And it was like, I think that I didn't write it down, but I think this book was one that was like something that like it connected him somehow to a homosexual encounter that he had, which at the mm. time was like. N-uh. So she was like, I know. You told me about this when we were together. (gasps) So remember me and remember all the stuff I know about you. And so in response, he writes this poem. He goes, remember thee, remember thee. To Leith, Leith? I think it's a river. I don't know. Quench life's burning stream. Remorse and shame shall cling to thee and haunt thee like a feverish dream. Remember thee, I doubt it not. Thy husband too shall think of thee. (laughs) By neither, by neither shalt thou be forgot. Thou false to him, thou fiend to me. So she's wow, like, he remembers me. <laughs> like,
0: he knows who I am. He wrote a poem about me. <laughs> kids, kids, look! Kids. <laughs> kids, look at this poem he wrote about me. Recite like that one to me now. <laughs> he remembers.
1: Um, and so she's so how remember how earlier I was like she's really good at like mimicry and mm-hmm. like copying people. She forges a note to his publisher <gasps> in his hand and tricks the publisher into sending her a painted miniature portrait of him crazy
0: oh my gosh
1: she requests a lock of his hair and he sends her lady oxford's hair
0: (gasps) pubes or head?
1: (laughs) i think head hair okay but they they didn't specify (laughs) um okay and then so he's looking for a rich wife right Uh he proposes to her cousin annabella
0: of course right it's all there's always a cousin there's always
1: that bitch (laughs) background cousin It was one of her, like, 500 cousins she lived with in the beginning. Oh,
0: oh my Mm -hmm. goodness.
1: Um, So eventually, things come to a head at Lady Heathcote's ball in July. (laughs)
0: Lady
1: Heathcote is throwing a ball. I wonder if Lady Carrow will be there. (laughs) Lord Byron is sure to attend. (laughs) So this is July 1813. Oh, Oh, okay. So he had a club foot, right? Right. So he couldn't dance. Right. And so like when they were together, she would like sit out all the time, and just talk to him. Like she would just like sit on the side and like dance, like sit out dances. Because mm-hmm. if she danced with anyone else, he would get insanely jealous. So she so it's a waltzing party, right? The waltz is a new thing. Mm-hmm. Where you're like actually touching people, holding person you're dancing with. Yeah. What scandal. So she walks up to him and she's yeah. like, I conclude I may waltz now. <gasps> And he goes, with everybody in turn, you always did it better than anyone. I shall have a pleasure in seeing you. And later, after so she's like, fine, I'm gonna dance with everyone here. Mm-hmm. So she like dances with everyone, and, and later he goes to her up to her and is like, I've been admiring your dexterity. <laughs> like, like you dance with a lot of people. He's like, Yeah, you whore, go get him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love that. So she responds, he says that, and she responds by breaking a wine glass <gasps> and trying to slit her wrists. <gasps> Some versions say regular knife, but I really, like, love the image of her, like, grabbing a wine glass off the table and smashing it and be like, I'll fucking do it.
0: Oh, man. Oh, she's cr- – I love her.
1: She's like, I'm going to do it.
0: She's crazy. I know, I
1: know. And Byron says, do, my dear. If you mean to act a Roman's part, mind which way you strike with your knife. Be it at your own heart, not mine. You have struck there already.
0: Oh, shut up. Right?
1: Like, okay. Are
0: you so too okay?
1: Her mother-in-law and like some other ladies try and take the weapon away from her, and she cuts her hand, and like, this is re- like wide this is like the best gossip ever. This is widely reported in society. Like everyone's like, "Did you know what happened at Lady Heathcote's bowl last <laughs> night?" <laughs> um, so, and then later Byron says, "Lady Caroline performed the dagger scene last night." <laughs> um, so her in-laws, remember mother-in-law who yeah. hates her, have her declared insane." And keeps trying to get William to separate from her, but he doesn't. He won't. He's like, "Uh, no. (laughs)
0: Maybe he's the crazy one. Goodness. I know, I know.
1: Um, So Byron ends up marrying her cousin, Annabella. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And she just kind of like, eventually she stops trying to get get back with him.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah. She's actually a writer in her own right. Oh. Because she was actually a really talented writer, but nobody... Remembers her because they just know her for being, like, crazy, crazy. for Byron. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hot for Byron. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she wrote a novel called Glenarvan, Glen which is loosely based on their affair. And it's set against, so it's it's set against the, the really intense bloody repression of the 1798 Irish uprising. And it satirizes a lot of, like, well-known London households. So this book, her book, like, basically caused her to be shunned from society. Oh. Um, And she wrote two satires of Byron's work, which I love. That's amazing. my ex, I'm going to, like, totally lampoon his work. Yes. Uh, She wrote Don Juan, a new canto, and Gordon, a tale. (laughs) Gordon, a tale. Wait, I want to read Gordon. That's so funny. Gordon, a tale. Sounds like a folksy story about a turtle. I know. Hey, it's Gordon. (laughs) Gordon is like Franklin's out of town cousin yes. That comes to stay like once Franklin's
0: British cousin <laughs> With
1: a club foot He's Like well Franklin your club foot cousin Gordon's gonna come stay with us Maybe you'll learn a lesson
0: And Franklin's like well, I don't I don't want to sleep on the couch I want to stay in my bed And we're like well Gordon's a guest And he has a club foot Gordon's like yes I'm a British
1: turtle a With a club turtle. foot And I get your bed And Franklin's all like I have to learn how to be generous even to people who aren't nice to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Good lesson for Franklin. Should we make a children's show? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> we,
1: we can talk later. Okay. Um the last novel she wrote is called Ada Reese and it is a phantasmagoria of witchcraft and wizardry where the main <laughs> character makes a deal with satanic forces. Wow, I want to read that version of Harry Potter. I know right. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, she declines greatly after Byron's death in 1824 mm-hmm. in the Greek War of Independence. Oh, man. Um, thanks, and So, she declines thanks to alcohol and laudanum, which, mm-hmm. as we know, is liquid opium. I wonder where she got that addiction. Probably from her childhood, where <laughs> they gave her laudanum.
0: <laughs> Probably from when they were dosing her with it.
1: Um, William made sure she was looked after. 'Cause he he wouldn't separate he like went to Ireland to like he had like some diplomatic post there or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but he never he never like formally divorced her or anything. Um and he came he came back from Ireland when she was like nearing death and like to be with her. And he he wrote he felt a sort of impossibility of believing that I shall never see her countenance or hear her voice again. Oh. So she dies in eighteen twenty eight. And William goes on to become prime minister under Queen Victoria. Oh, and well, good for him. their son went on to live a fairly full life in spite of his handicaps, and he died at age 29, which was much longer good. for epileptic, mm-hmm. autistic kids back then, yeah. so <laughs> they did all right keeping him at home. And here's, I have a picture
0: Lady Caro in her little boy page page. uniform. Costume. She's adorable. I know she's. You can tell she's crazy though. Right. (laughs) It's so Lord Byron is not as hot as I wanted him to be. I know. She. I guess he's like eighteen twelve hot. Guess he's eighteen twelve hot. Maybe. Whatever. Well, (laughs) I love the drama. We live for the drama. We live for the drama. I love a crazy Caroline. Smashed
1: a wine glass (laughs) at a party.
0: (laughs) So good. Amazing.
1: I want to do that. I know right. Just try it out. See what the reaction might be. <laughs> Amazing. And that's the story of Lady Caroline Lamb, the original crazy ex-girlfriend.
0: Yay. You're welcome, Rachel... What's... Bloom. Rachel Bloom. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, for my story, should have been a little more prepared with this. Multimedia presentation, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I want to play you a song that will give you a hint as to who I'm talking about today. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how much I can play without having to pay them money. so <laughs> That'll be it. Um, the person I'm going to talk about, any guesses?
1: Um, Twisted Sister. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, she has inspired eight black metal band names, <gasps> including the name of the band I just played you a snippet of. She is the OG female serial killer. She spoke five languages and there's so many rumors about her entire life that I'm like not gonna focus on one specific thing we're just gonna I'm just mm-hmm. gonna give you the rundown of her and her craziness okay um because she's got a long rap sheet so I'm so excited she had all these like severe uh seizures as a child because of all the inbreeding um in her royal family, which was pretty. Oh, yeah. Common, uh-huh. but despite all of this, she was like drop dead gorgeous. Everybody was in love with her, um, and she's like probably the most violent lady to ever live. <laughs> Loved torture. Um, <laughs>
1: Who doesn't?
0: And like peasants were considered property of the nobility. Of course, they still are yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, so she could pretty much get away with anything. Legend goes that when she was about seven, I want to say. Mm. She absolutely lost her shit laughing at the funniest thing she'd ever seen, which was peasant man getting sewn into the stomach of a horse because he had stolen something. Uh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Really I'm funny.
1: sorry. Question. hmm Sewn into the stomach of a horse. I
0: can't really give you any more detail than that. Was that a common punishment back <laughs> then? <laughs> Don't. No, actually, I didn't look that far into it. I just liked the anecdote. (laughs) For your crimes, you will be sewn into the stomach of a horse. So I'm. That's a punishment for the horse as well. I know, poor horse. Like maybe the horse was like sick, and they were gonna have to kill it anyway. But like, was the horse already dead? Um, unspecified.
1: (laughs) I need to know more about this horse stomach punishment. (laughs) We can look it up. Like, well, there's community service. You can go to jail, (laughs) or you can get sewn into the stomach of a horse.
0: So I got most of my That's information That's pretty funny, actually. Here, I right? would laugh if I saw that as a child, too, probably. How mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, are they <laughs> doing? I <laughs> saw that guy in <laughs> um, I wanna Oh, we should talk about where you got your information. But um, I got mine mostly, actually all, from the book Lady Killers Ooh. by Tori Telfer. And I'm talking today about the blood countess, Elizabeth. I'm having a hard time with the names in this story. Elizabeth Bathory. Ooh. So, she was like Hungarian nobility. Uh, nobility, um, in like the born in the 1500s. Cool. Um, yeah. Okay. Is this the Magyars or is that Budapest. No. I, like I said, didn't take AP classes. So I took AP Euro too. APUSH. So. Um. Okay. So at the tender age of ten. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth. I'll call her Elizabeth. Was well, this pre or post horse? Post. <laughs> stuck
1: on the horse. I'm stuck sorry. Stuck on the horse incident. Um, and I moved on to my everything bagel with cream cheese now. <laughs> Second <laughs> pre- part of my hangover breakfast. <laughs> I love it. Just letting the letting listeners know.
0: They've got to know. Um, okay. So I'll be calling. I ever, Everybody in the story has a, a random nickname that makes it easier for me. Right. Um, because her name was like Ersbit <laughs> or something. <laughs> and I but I don't know how to actually say it, and that was probably uh, I really had, like, offensive. three of
1: those in my class growing up. Like,
0: <laughs> I know so many airs bits. Good. Airs bit A, airs bit <laughs> B. But, so, but she's pretty commonly known as Elizabeth, so I'm calling her Elizabeth or Liz cool. <laughs> periodically. Um, Lizzie. Lizzie. So at, um, at 10 years old, she gets engaged to this 15-year-old noble boy who also has an unpronounceable name, but I'm going to call him Frank Great. because it – the way it's spelled kind of looks like Frank. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liz and Frank together forever. Save the date. <laughs> exactly. So Hopefully um, at least a few years bo- after she's 10. Mm-hmm. So they get engaged, mm-hmm. and she moves into Frank's parents' castle to like learn how to run the grounds and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and Frank soon regrets this mm-hmm. because she meets a peasant boy and has an affair with him. Get it? She's eleven.
1: Nothing sexier than having an affair with someone you own, you know. Exactly. And so worked for Thomas Jefferson, who really got off. Oh on
0: gosh, it. yeah. Um, anyway, so she, <laughs> had, she had an affair with a peasant boy. Guys, she's still like twelve, like eleven or twelve, and gets pregnant <gasps> by this what? present, present boy. Peasant <laughs> boy.
1: <laughs> well, if if someone gave it to her, he would be <laughs> yes. a present boy.
0: Um. So she had to yay like, serfdom. Yeah. Oh gosh. So she had to, like, give the child away, like, very quiet. Um, and then Frank castrated her peasant boyfriend and fed him to some wild dogs. D-
1: they didn't want to go for the horse thing that was no, played out? the horse <laughs> thing was cliche <laughs> at this
0: point. Um, it's like, meh, nah, dog sucks. So she was, like, had a reputation from here on out as the horniest 11-year-old ever. <laughs> and <laughs> Frank happened to be... Very inventive when it came to making people bleed and die slowly and painfully. Oh, so they were a good match. Um, Frank. They had the, like the biggest wedding I can even imagine mm-hmm. with 4,500 guests. <gasps> and okay, how is,
1: many of those were people they owned? I, I don't. know. Was it like one out of like five serfs counts for one person? I say
0: it's one to one nobility and serfs. Cool. like somebody has to carry your train, right? All of the guests.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, How many of those serfs were presents?
0: Many of them were wedding gifts. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so Owning was... people is
1: not funny, but no. <laughs> it happened. So. It happened.
0: So we're gonna have to talk about it. Um, so she was 14 when the wedding happened, and Good. promptly the got age of consent, exactly, in ancient. It's not ancient <laughs> in Hungary at, in the 1500s. <laughs> so she um, she gets married when she's 14 and is like pretty fast, she gets shipped away to a secluded gothic castle while Frank went <laughs> off to fight in the Long War. Um, it's so anyway. It's like,
1: yeah, babe, I gotta go fight in the war. Oh, which one? The, the long, long One. The Long One. <laughs> You're gonna be gone for a long time.
0: <laughs> Don't wait up. Exactly. So, um, it took them ten years to have their first child, which like, thank goodness, because she's so young yeah. and she already had one. She needs some time. She's a freak. Yeah, but um, so yeah, they, it's usually if Somebody was infertile. That would be grounds for divorce at Mm -hmm. this time, especially for nobility, or like for nobility because we're the only ones that mattered. Right. Um,
1: Well, they own everyone else. Exactly.
0: So, so, but it wasn't that he was just gone so long. So it was like everybody was okay. It was the
1: Long War. (laughs) It's right there in the title. Long War. So
0: while Frank was off fighting the Long War, he learned all the hottest Turkish torture techniques. Ah, yes. Um. And sometimes he would play catch with the severed heads of his enemies. Cute. Right? Like an athlete. <laughs> I don't know. She's like into a job. He actually
1: invented volleyball, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, and they bonded from afar over their shared love of torture. Um, mm-hmm. some highlights of their favorite tortures. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Um, a game that Frank called Star Kicking. Oh. Which is when you take like little pieces of oiled paper and roll them up and stick them between the toes of peasants and set them on fire. Uh. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh. So I'm picturing, like,
1: a pedicure toe separator thing. Yes. But on fire. Like
0: flaming pedicure toe separator. How do they, like, get, make them sit still long enough to do that? Well, they don't. That's why there's kicking in the title. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Frank really liked torture. But, Elizabeth, made a new friend in 1601 named Anna who really liked murder. Ooh, Anna. So What's Anna's deal? People said that she was a witch. Anna um, was a witch? Yeah. And I like I don't super remember where she came from because I didn't do very thorough research. Um, a witch. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. but people said she was a witch and everybody got really scared when she like moved in with Elizabeth and was like, we best friends. Watch out. Or we'll kill everybody. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so once Anna came along, there was this huge influx of dead servant girls
1: uh, so much so <laughs> like there was an influx like it was a common thing before yeah
0: like, like how many <laughs> well, dead was. servant girls
1: today oh like three oh, okay and then anna moves in and is like like 14 like 70 <laughs> dead servant girls
0: but i mean it was pretty common because elizabeth would torture and kill them she would like literally stick her fingers into servant girls mouths and rip their faces apart uh, like with her bare hands jesus christ i know we'll get to why later Okay. Um, er, so this was just,
1: like, so what she did for fun? Torture of yes. servants. hmm Okay. So but she's only the, girls. Only girls, She okay. only
0: killed girls. Interesting. So okay. Anna moves in, and there's this huge influx of dead girls, um, so much so that the local pastors got really suspicious, because they kept getting called to the castle to perform funeral rites for girls that, like, died of cholera, we promise. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: um, yep, cholera. And then it one It's another point, one. And then it one It's an point, infectious disease. Exactly. <laughs> like,
0: there was, like... The priests got called in and there was this like oversized coffin and they were like, Um, what's the deal here? And there were like three <laughs> girls in the one coffin. They were that's like that's just, just
1: consolidate. That's just being efficient. It's just economical. Exactly.
0: Anyway, so but
1: if you're gonna kill like a lot of servant girls, you just gotta you gotta start reusing coffins. Exactly. Like you gotta double up here. Exactly.
0: So that was fun and cute, I guess, for them. So in sixteen oh four, Frank dies. Frank. Um, and Elizabeth gets Wilder. She assembled a squad of crazies to help her torture some servant girls with her. Amazing. Um, Ilona, Dorka, and (laughs) Catalin. So. Squad. Squad goals. (laughs) um, Original
1: Destiny's Child. Exactly.
0: There was also this, like, disfigured boy. If Destiny's
1: Child murdered people.
0: Yeah. That'd be a fun, like, fanfic. (laughs) Anyway, there was also a disfigured, like, young boy with an unpronounceable name that was in the squad, but he didn't seem very important. He was also, okay. like, young and didn't quite know what he was doing. He was just there to
1: carry things. Exactly. So. It's an internship. Yeah.
0: Liz, it's his unpaid <laughs> internship. I'm to be a head
1: torturer one day.
0: <laughs> Dorcas Dor- Dor-
1: is going to tr- tell me how to...
0: Dorcas Dor- Dor- taught me how to stick pins in people's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Liz, it's not I'm not paid pins. right now, but... <laughs> It's great, to expose. it's great exposure, it's great experience. Liz gets pretty cliche with her tortures. Um, <laughs> Liz. Jeez, you gotta ramp it up. Because she's you gotta get creative. If like,
1: you heard a star kicking, Inspire. Frank, <laughs> inspired. Frank, you know he was a genius.
0: She'll like if if a girl like messed up when she was sewing, she'd like stick pins or like needles in the girl, like to torture her with needles mm-hmm. or whatever. There is one story in the book where it was like if she like stole money or something, she would get branded with and she stole mm. stuff like that. Um, it's pretty standard. It, Cliché. It's standard. But, I mean, that was just the beginning. Like, if that's where it stopped, that was, like, a you good were lucky. day for okay. them. Yeah. Um, but she would also always strip the girls naked before torturing them. And oh. um, it seemed like, <laughs> based on the results, uh, it seems like her goal was just to, like, absolutely destroy bodies beyond all recognition. <sighs> like, that was, like, it, yeah, really bad. Um so some people and especially because she only killed girls, mm-hmm. there's speculation that it was like repressed lesbianism mm. mixed with the crazy inbred genes that just made her be like, must kill what I want. <laughs> 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 and so I don't know. That's speculation. But I think it's there's a good chance that it's true. Okay. Makes sense. This portion of my notes is titled Vampire Charm School.
1: Vampire Charm School? Mm-hmm. What is it? Tell me,
0: tell me. (laughs) Well, vampire, because she's called the blood countess, slash, like, a vampire, because there were rumors that she bathed in servant girl's blood.
1: I mean, she had enough to do it.
0: Exactly. So there's this story, but it's, like, pretty much confirmed that it's not true. There's Mm -hmm. a story where she, like, eating a servant girl and, like, hit her and and her blood got splattered all over Liz's face. Mm -hmm. And then she went to wash it off and her skin was, like, glowing after having, like, the blood splashed onto it. So she started, like, bathing in the blood to keep her young.
1: Ooh.
0: But that's, like, that's been pretty disproven.
1: Welcome to Lush. Can I help you find anything? <laughs> A lot of your servant girls, it's great for your complexion. <laughs> try it out. Here, will you want to try our new scrubs?
0: <laughs> exactly. So, but, I mean, going into her castle, it was, like, the whole castle is drenched in blood. She didn't seem very concerned about saving it or, like... It to bathe in, you know,
1: she's she's decorating it with it, you know, exactly.
0: So, um, that seems unlikely that she's actually bathing anyway. Charm school in 1609, Anna, Liz's best friend, dies. No, and so she's like really lonely in this castle, like, best friend and her husband are dead. And she's running out of peasants to kill because she's <laughs> killed so many in the town. So what am I gonna do? How many like, i don't have any money I'll have Ford, to
1: kill? And no one will let me kill them. Ugh. And she's ah. also running
0: out of money, which is like new for her because she was born into a super wealthy family. But then mm-hmm. um, Frank was bringing home so much cash from the war, just like from and from inventing something. new torture ideas. Exactly. He. They were like the richest people in Hungary, so much so that they were lending the king money to fight the war. Oh and the king is like up to his eyeballs in debt to them. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, crazy. So that's pretty much why she could get away with all of this for so long, that and like she was killing peasants and so nobody cared. Right. Um but she decided that she was running out of victims, the peasants weren't really satisfying her anymore, she wanted to kill noble girls. Ooh. Bad idea. They will be missed. Yep. <laughs> and so, um, and like peasant families would sell their daughters to her for like a lump sum, and mm-hmm. if their daughter like died of cholera, then like that was kind of a bummer, but yeah. they needed the money so bad. Um, like one less mouth to feed. Exactly. Send her to
1: the blood castle. Exactly.
0: Really upsetting. So, she needs money. She needs bodies. She decides to open a finishing school yeah. for noble girls, Uh-oh. which.
1: Walk with this book on your head. (laughs) No, not like that.
0: Um, Do you want to guess how it went?
1: Um, did it go well? I don't. I don't think so. I think she killed a lot of girls. Yeah.
0: So what happened? (laughs) What happened was they were all dead in a matter of weeks. (laughs) Weeks.
1: How? Okay. How many girls?
0: It said tens in the book. Tens.
1: Okay. So like (laughs) fifty?
0: Like like probably. But so then, like the noble parents were getting suspicious. Like, oh, I haven't heard like, from Inga in a while. To all of our children. Has she written to you? No, <laughs> no, she said
1: she was like, they were going to do, they were going to like learn embroidery and then nothing. That was
0: last I heard.
1: That was last I heard from her. <laughs> should we, should we, you know, she's called the Blood Countess. You know, maybe we should go check it out. <laughs> yeah. Let's just, let's just ride over there. We're like, well, I'm sure everything's fine. Everything's we'll fine. Just
0: check in. Let's just like go. Let's go see if we can take her off for lunch or something. Yeah. So they, these, all these parents check in with liz and they're like hey how are all of our daughters doing um she she's was like, like wiping
1: blood off her face She's like fine fine good like, why oh, do you why do you know? ask it's we're about to start that you that
0: it's so weird you ask because actually one of them was so jealous of this other girl's necklace that she murdered all of the girls and then killed herself it was crazy uh, that was literally <laughs> her story that's what she told, like, all the nobility of Hungary. You know,
1: when you just got to have a necklace.
0: <laughs> so much that you murder, like, 30 girls and then for kill the yourself. Ne- <laughs> necklace! I can't
1: disembowls. have
0: it. Exactly. So that didn't work very well for her.
1: What kind of necklace was it? The parents are all like, uh, okay, let's see the
0: necklace. <laughs> and she's like, what necklace? <laughs> she like, necklace? Anyway, that wasn't great. And so, especially since it was all noble girls, at this point, the king couldn't ignore it anymore. He like had to do something about it.
1: Like so Liz, Liz, come, let's come into my office. Let's chat. Yeah, exactly. So I hear something about a necklace.
0: <laughs> what's What's going on? Um, possibly related to a horse. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um,
1: like, look, I don't want to have to bring out the horse stomach <laughs> thing again. But like,
0: <sighs> might be forcing my hand here. Um, so the king recruits one of his like assistant guys, Greg. To, Greg. I mean, Greg is not his actual name. Oh. It's just the closest <laughs> it's the closest pronounceable name I could figure go, out. <laughs> go
1: get Greg. So, <laughs> Sounds like a case for Greg.
0: So he's like, okay, Greg, you need to go get like dig up all the dirt you possibly can on Liz. She's into some shady stuff. Like, let's get her arrested. Right. But this is kind of awkward for Greg. Because Greg was Frank's best friend. <gasps> so Greg literally Drama. was at Frank's deathbed. And Frank was, like, with on his dying breath, was, like, take care of Liz for me. And then dies. And ooh. Greg is, like, ooh. Uh, go prosecute okay. your wife." So he writes some letters to Frank and Liz's kids. And he's, like, hey, what should I do about your mom? And none of her kids were, like, she's innocent. They were all, like, just imprison her and make sure it never goes to trial. Because that would be really embarrassing. Ah! <laughs> so. Like yeah, you know, mom's got to be stopped. Like, exactly. She was first;
1: it was the servant girls, and now it's noble. Wi- like it's just like not. I, the, the peasants, I can I can put aside. I can forgive the the peasant murder.
0: Exactly, but not the noble murder.
1: But, but no, I draw the line at like people who like nobles who actually matter. Exactly.
0: You know? So Greg felt weird about it, <laughs> and then got permission from the kids to just lock her up. So Greg invites himself and the king to dinner at Elizabeth's castle one night. <laughs> Elizabeth has become. The
1: king is coming to dinner.
0: Exactly, she's become prepare a roast. She's become more and more unhinged as time goes on <laughs> with her loneliness. Naturally, and um, and so well she ran like out of nobles to kill. Exactly, she just killed everyone. She didn't have anybody left to kill, so she has this. They have this like really awkward dinner party. She's like <laughs> weird and crazy, and then at the end of the party, she they're like all sitting
1: around like with their little like
0: this like long long
1: table (laughs) table, they're like like with the soup and they're like oh so um your skin looks great Liz what are you you, doing what do you you do 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 for it she's like like, just getting a lot of sleep
0: (laughs) drinking drinking water Uh but so at the end of the meal she serves she brings out like dessert and it's this like weird
1: gray cake try the gray stuff it's delicious
0: (laughs) (laughs) like this weird gray cake shaped like a pretzel with a communion wafer in the middle of it.
1: <laughs> well, no one said she was a cook. <laughs>
0: she was like, I did my best. I don't think I chose the right recipe. Like, I think I did a weird measurement somewhere.
1: Betty Crocker said to put the communion <laughs> wafer on top. I just, I'm just doing what this just cookbook said. I'm just doing what the recipe said.
0: But it was so gross. Started off this
1: weird blog. I don't know. I, I just, I just followed the instructions.
0: So it was so gross that Greg and the king both are like vomiting and think they've been poisoned and like leave in a uh, rush. <laughs> And she's like, I'm sorry. I thought I made a good cake. Anyway, no more information was presented on the cake. (laughs) That (laughs) That was all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Greg was like, dear
1: diary. (laughs) Had to go to Frank's Frank's wife's house. Had a weird ass dinner party. (laughs) The cake was something else, man. It was like a pretzel. It had a communion way. I I don't want to talk about it. I'm I'm getting sick just thinking about it.
0: (laughs) So that was strange. And then New Year's Eve. 1610. Party like it's 1610. Party like it's 1610. Elizabeth was like, how about instead of throwing a ball, I go out with my friend, the forest witch, and we dance naked in the woods. And wait, like, I thought Anna
1: was dead at this point.
0: Yeah, she has a new witch friend.
1: Oh, new witch friend. Who's yeah. the new witch
0: friend? I, I don't know her name because it was too Just hard like to pronounce. Which witch friend of the week. Forest gotcha. witch friend of the week. Gotcha. So... um. People were like, Anna's is a witch, but this woman is specifically a forest witch." Gotcha. That was Anna's is
1: like a general, general witch. Generalized this witch. This one is a forest witch. Okay. Got so it.
0: Got it. They're like doing their dance naked in the forest dance for.
1: That's what we should do next New
0: Year's. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Go upstate. Dance naked cast cast in the forest. These bells. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, uh, basically calling upon.
1: Did they have a the sing? little glasses that said "1610"? <laughs> I hope
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> but they um they were, like, trying to cast these spells to for Elizabeth's health or something. Gotcha. Um, and, of course, they had to sacrifice a peasant girl of for course. this ritual. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the party continued inside, and they just kind of, like, had a bunch of peasant girls that they were just, like, running around, almost killing, and then just leaving to bleed out in the castle. Yep. Um, Catch and release. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> thank you, Ronan Farrell. <laughs> um, but, anyway, so... Uh, Greg was spying on their forest ritual and was like, eek. And so <laughs> he follows them from a distance <laughs> into the castle, like enters the castle. There's two girls like bleeding out in the like foyer. Uh-huh. He's like, hmm. And then he hears some screams and he's like, I'll follow those sounds. And it, they lead him straight to her torture chambers. <gasps> and she's caught red. Red handed. So, literally. And um, so unfortunate for her, she was imprisoned in her own bloody castle dungeons. <laughs> the rest of her what? So, as promised, she was never taken to trial, but she stayed in the dungeons of her own castle, like, for the rest of her life. And no one, like, would come and visit her. Pastors would come and visit her uh, and, like, try to talk to her about it. And she was so unrepentant. She was like, sometimes she was just like, yeah, I fucking did it. Mm-hmm. I don't care.
1: I killed some peasant girls.
0: What? Like, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. And then... Sometimes she was like, "Well, I didn't do anything. It was all Ilona and Dorka," mm-hmm. and, and the priests are like, "Well, why didn't you tell them? Just to stop torturing people." Okay. And she was like, "I, uh, I was scared of them." <laughs> <laughs> everybody was like, "Sure, okay," um, and also nobody quite knows how many victims there were. Oh my God, accounts range from like thirty to six hundred and fifty.
1: That's that sounds right. I think the. the Six hundred and fifty is the <laughs>
0: probably probably a
1: conservative estimate. Yeah. Actually,
0: so I'm gonna like read a passage from this book, please. Um So this is on her death. Okay. This is from the book *Lady Killers* by Tori Telfer, as I mentioned at the beginning. Okay. Countess Elizabeth Bathory died on August twenty second, sixteen fourteen, after complaining that her hands were cold. Uh. The last thing she did was lay down in her bed and sing beautifully. She was buried in holy ground, but her body was later removed after residents complained and taken <laughs> to the Bathory Crypt. That crypt was opened in 1995. No trace of Elizabeth. <gasps> <laughs> so, a ghost. I love that, that her body is nowhere to be found. I hope she's out there haunting somebody. I hope her forest witch friend like did some, like a ritual with it. <gasps> Ooh, I would like that. Oh, my God. So... That's crazy, um, and she's been the inspiration for like countless maybe they sewed her into a horse. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> One can only pray um inspiration for countless um works of literature and art. There's a lot of manga um based on her, lots of uh death metal lots sure, of, sure um like fan fiction, really, all over the internet. um I would recommend not to dig into that.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna dig into that.
0: Okay. Now. Well, good luck. <laughs> anyway, that's the Blood Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Yay! <laughs> and that's the tea.
1: That's the old. And
0: that's the old tea. <laughs> How should we end this? I don't know. Okay. Good bye. night. I love you. <laughs> good night. I love you.